gestating the curious minds involves adult themes and situations. Just a warning. Welcome to Gestating the Curious Mind Season (laughs) 2, where we sluice the spoken word down the throats of the thirsty. (laughs) We are your entertainers, Glenn and Gertie Nuzzles. Allow us to shine a light on the process of creation for the most splendiferous fiction genre, paranormal smut. (laughs) Is it still going to be paranormal smut? So we we reworked the... The uh, the roll list we call it, but none of it suggests uh, sexuality. No, but our last book had sex. I guess barely in the loosest sense. Yeah, I know that's the thing. I feel like when it comes to actually writing um, something that involves sexuality, uh, we both kind of have writer's block. Uh, Which is so weird because we're both such dirty little piles of shit. <laughs> the things we do to each other is horrible, but we don't want to write about it. Explain that to me. I don't know. Maybe it's too intimate and we have, you know, we don't want to be that vulnerable with our audience. <laughs> In any case. Maybe uh, that's it. <laughs> and then he peed all over It's him. not your business what Glenn and I do in the bedroom. Exactly. Or how we clean up afterwards with and I, all that golden urine, dude. I just feel like anything we write would be too much of a window into what our sexual preferences are. That's true, which is none of their goddamn business. No. So if this book involves sex, uh, it was a mistake. Anyway. You know what we should do maybe this time around? What? Uh, we should make it very sexual, but every time the act of sex is about to happen, then as the author were like, and they had sex and you can mind your own goddamn business. <laughs> <laughs> but there's all this sexual buildup and dirty talk and everything. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. I love that. We could go for that angle okay, this time. wait, let me write a note. <laughs> okay, are we going to do it for real? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so what are we doing on this episode? We're going to write a new book. Explain the process for anyone that's never heard this show before. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're just joining us now, uh, we have written a list of things to roll for as far as uh, the parts of a story go, Mm -hmm. uh, just to make sure that we get all the key points hammered out and we want to do it by uh, mere chance. (laughs) We want to involve Lady Luck. The luck of the dice. Uh, we've written these lists with the assistance now of Glenn's teenage kids. Yes. Which has been thrilling. The elements that we're going to roll for are protagonist, uh, an antagonist, uh, a setting, a conflict, side characters, and then that's it. So... I guess just because this episode is going to be super short, if we don't uh, pad it, we're going to explain everything before we roll for it. <laughs> Which, by the way, when you were on the phone at Target, uh, With Audrey, my mom. yeah, Audrey's like, you were talking and you were, you were walking behind us as Audrey and I were walking with the cart in the front. And then you were talking and all of a sudden Audrey just goes, <laughs> and she goes, I forget she's from the East Coast. And I go, why? Because sometimes she says stuff that sounds super New Jersey. <laughs> what did I say? I can't remember now. I think you said the word gas or something. And she's like, yeah, sometimes it comes out. She sounds pretty Minnesotan most of the time, but then it comes out every once in a while. That was pretty hilarious. That's adorable. <laughs> that was super adorable. That's so cute. Oh, my God. <clears throat> All right. So we're going to roll for the protagonist. We have a driving factor for them, a fault, and then that's it. Within each one, we have 20 things, which I'm about to list off. So get your, uh, I don't know, if we're going to roll for, oh, for each one. So just get 20 side dice out. Yep. Driving factor, to be the best juror, to be a contestant on The Bachelor, uh, belief in vampires, money, wants to be gay but doesn't understand sexuality on a very basic level. (laughs) That was Theo's. Was that Theo? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To win The Bachelorette, to finish their book about toddler mysteries, (laughs) to win Pie Fest, to get that kid new crutches, uh, to free a whale, Pig City, that was mine. I'm just like, I don't know, Pig City, because I was busy when you asked me. (laughs) Need for acceptance, efficiency, 
perfecting animal husbandry, uh, wants cars that are fast, fast and furious in parentheses, to be the sweetheart of the family, even though orphaned, uh, to have a pool at home instead of using a public pool, which is from our last book, to be prepared for nuclear fallout, to find a cure for werewolfism, and to live a life of crime. So we're going to roll for driving factor first. Instead of bullet points, we should have used numbers. You know, that's good. Because we're going to have to count now. 20, a nat 20. And to live 20, a life of crime. To live a life of crime. Okay, so to live a life of time, uh, crime, I have put that in. <laughs> live a life of time. Live a life of time. His father time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a man of his times. I love the 90s. We're still talking about Nirvana. It's fantastic. <laughs> I'm a man of my times. Um, all right, so next up is going to be Fault. That we're going to roll for. And so faults are <laughs> illness. <laughs> As if that's their it's fault. so vague. If I see yeah. someone with an illness like cancer, I'm like, loser. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, made a ra- you made the wrong choice. Go to therapy. <laughs> exactly. That's a personality flaw. Uh, Star Wars references. Uh, finicky slash fussy. <laughs> Wanting to be liked by everyone. Jimmy legs. <laughs> I think this probably came from my youngest Theo, not gay. Yeah. Yep, I figured. For sure. Uh, Theo's very much about the gays right now. Uh, large forehead, <laughs> nose picking, a southern accent. <laughs> oh, that's a fault. Obsessed with babies. Smells like wet eggs. <laughs> and then the, from the last book, bats. Bats. Obsession with cats. Uh, inept helicopter pilot. Cracks thumb knuckle a lot. <laughs> Racist, which I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, if I really we actually have to write about racism, that, one. that one's going to suck. Like, that's going to be a... We're playing with fire. If yeah. we don't roll that, I'm going to remove it from the list. That's probably a good that idea. That would not be fun to write. There's no way to write about racism where it's funny. I know. It's just a bad Even if we make them racist against something that makes zero sense at all, like we make up a new race... That's Just what we would have to do. Like it mothers. would have to be sci-fi. Oh. Yeah, like a sci-fi Where thing. we make up a yeah. race that they're racist against. But even then, that feels wrong. You know, the only time I've ever heard racism being used in a way that was kind of funny to me was, uh, like, the first season of The Orville, which is not a show that I really like or anything, where they were, like, trying to be the new Star Trek because Star Trek wasn't making anything. Um, so there was an alien. He was being introduced to everyone on his crew. And then they, he got introduced to this one, like, kind of half-robot alien. And he goes, oh, I've heard about your kind. You're famously racist. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, the only way we could, if we roll for racism, we're going to have to make it some, what is this again? This is a fault. So it'd have to be someone who's just famously racist. I don't know. We're going to have to figure out how to make that funny. I mean, it is a fault, so you're not supposed to like them. And sometimes a main character who's unlikable, uh can be a strong hmm. you know can be a strong plot point true or it could be really annoying like the great Gatsby where there's no one likable in the entire story and I have no <laughs> one to side with and I'm like I'm just plotting through hell right I get that they wrote unlikable people but this is hell on earth I don't want <laughs> I don't care about anyone all right so uh real thick nails Outside voice, <laughs> unable to take personal responsibility and allergic to common food stuff. <laughs> All right, which one are you rolling there? Oh my gosh. We have an 11. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine. Oops, hold on. I'm using the cursor and I screwed up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Smells like wet eggs. <laughs> Perfect. Thank God. Let's delete racism right now since we right got out of there. Right at this moment. What are we going to replace it with? That's a good point. What are we going to replace it with? <clears throat> Someone who thinks racism is funny? We're just caught in the same circle. Yeah, that's <laughs> just as bad. I don't want to get in that mindset. Um. Yeah, I keep wanting to go on the racism thing. Like someone who's a big fan of South Park. <laughs> I it's will just more racism. Leave it blank for now, and we can deal with it next season. Fine. One I'm of their faults can be. You gotta go pee. I got, yeah, real bad. Okay, that's fine. Go nuts. Like really All right. Well, work your way upstairs. Waddle up there, my friend. I'm <laughs> well, you're back, and you brought a slice of pizza downstairs <laughs> with you, and you're breathing like an animal. <laughs> 
we didn't know. You came down, and I'm still taking notes. And I'm like, well, we're not recording yet, so don't say anything. And you're just like... <laughs> and I'm like, wow, you're really breathing over there, huh? And then I'm like, wow, what are you, you smacking your lips? I look up, and you got a slice of pizza. <laughs> Your journey upstairs to the bathroom must have involved so much. Like there must have been elves and quests and all sorts. And you're just exhausted when you many came mountains. Back. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my hun. Okay. <laughs> all right, I fleshed out all the uh, other stuff. So we just rolled for fault. All right, so we got the fault. We, we removed racism from the list, so I'm just going to put a bunch of question marks there. We're going to figure that one out for the next uh, season. Antagonist. Roll for one, then roll for sub one. So we got person, place, or thing. So we're going to roll for one. One of three. Do we have a... Does a Dungeons & Dragons uh, dice exist that's one of three? No. Yeah. What are we going to do? We're going to use a d4, and if we roll a four, we're going to roll again. Oh, okay. Good thinking. Look at you. Even though you're exhausted, look at you chowing down on that crust right there. <laughs> I, love, I love that you stopped the show like, I got to pee, and I didn't have a chance to press pause. You just took off up the steps. I'm like, all right, well, go ahead, have fun. And then you come back down exhausted and <laughs> pizza. <laughs> what came out of you when you pee that you're so tired? I'm drunk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so we're doing person, place, or thing. So roll one of three. If we get a four, we got to roll again. <laughs> what came out of you that you're so exhausted? <laughs> like a small I man. <laughs> Not actually like a baby, but like a small man in a suit. Just like, oh, I'm finally free. I'm, your mother cursed me to live inside you. <laughs> Never going to date again. Then he takes off running. <laughs> My urethra is in bad shape right now. You have the worst urethra. You mentioned mm. that before we even started dating. Okay, roll. One of three. <laughs> we got two. Two. So our antagonist is a place. All right, <laughs> so our place options are one of 20. Charles de Gaulle Airport that we <laughs> experienced personally, and that's hell on earth. French class, I think that came from Audrey. That was Audrey. HOA, Homeowners Association. <laughs> Craigan's Resort, Europe, <laughs> just Europe. <laughs> Bathroom at Barnes and Noble. Who, was that Audrey? No, that was me. Oh, is that you? <laughs> what I you don't <laughs> What experiences have you had at the bathroom at Barnes and Noble? I, I firmly believe that everyone has had diarrhea in the bathroom <laughs> of a Barnes and Noble. Is that why book readers are so fussy? Because they got gastrointestinal <laughs> issues. Have you have you not had diarrhea in the bathroom of a Barnes and Noble? No, I don't think I've ever used the Barnes really? and Noble's bathroom. I don't think I oh, have wow. no reason to. I usually keep it together till I get home <laughs> and I explode. <laughs> Arizona gated community, a middle-aged man's parents' basement, <laughs> an art exhibit where everyone takes it too seriously, art installation, Iowa, a bar, <laughs> island, a porta potty, the Mall of America, the State Fair, Route 17 in Bergen County, New Jersey, <laughs> <laughs> pawn shop, shoe store, and summer camp. So we're gonna roll. <clears throat> I hate when our antagonist isn't a person and it's like some abstract thing. Like last time it was uh, a thing. 12. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. A bar. So the antagonist is a bar. What the hell are we supposed to write for that? Hmm. Ugh, a bar. That's going to be a tough one. How is, I mean, I guess alcoholism. Our person smells like wet eggs. <laughs> They're lonely because they smell like wet eggs. They want to live a life of crime. They fantasize about it while at a bar. The bar somehow feeds him oh, to his actually, life of crime. A bar would help, yeah. Feed him into his life of crime. Because that's where ne'er do hang out. Every time he's got a conflict where he's like, maybe I should do the right thing, goes to the bar, and I guess what, just alcohol in general tells him to do the wrong thing? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll yeah, out. we'll find out. I don't think we really nailed antagonist being uh, capitalism last time, but we'll figure this out this time. I think we did a pretty good job. Okay, so person, place, thing, we did all that. Oh, an idea. But we never got that. We got two. Whoops. I forgot that idea. Electricity, IRS scams, 
civil engineering. That was an also antagonist. <laughs> I forgot about idea. Well, whatever. <clears throat> We've had too much to drink. Setting. We're going to roll for each one. Setting is time or place. All right. Again, we're rolling a D4 because it doesn't exist. We got a two again. Okay, so place. The places are Tulsa, Oklahoma, Tundra, Bayou, uh, a cottage on a hill, ancient France. That's weird. Uh, a mostly empty uh, theme park. I said that really strange. Christian College, Graveyard, Forks, Washington, <laughs> Hogwarts, Haunted Farm, <laughs> a haunted tropical resort, <laughs> a haunted mountaintop, <laughs> hills, just hills, Ohio, Jefferson, California, the Rock of Gibraltar, the Dallas-Fort Worth Airport, a haunted shuttle bus, and Sun Valley, Idaho. Let's roll this D20. What do we got? What do we got? Ah, 13. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. A haunted mountaintop. Ooh. That's useful. That's something that makes our writing a little bit easier. More ghosts. More ghosts, which is going to make our side characters. We should just bring back Mateo Gibbs again. <laughs> we should. So Glenn and I have been joking that this is going to become a universe if we continue writing. That's and we true. keep using the same role list. Things are going to overlap. So chances are we're going to end up with uh, this kind of interwoven web. You know, we should. And it'd be funny because weirdly enough, we had no plans for Mateo Gibbs to be like the uh, the main character that's part of this universe that you learn more about didn't we isn't he the one that like choked trying to juggle he was juggling leather purses yeah. to try to woo a woman and choked on one <laughs> choked on a strap or whatever and then yeah. she like tried to help him and he's like no no, <laughs> no let this let happen me die. <laughs> so he could be in the next story where we learn more about him a little bit more about his past <laughs> why yeah. he's such an asshole so there you go we're creating the what are we going to call it? The nuzzle verse? What are we going to call what we're creating? <laughs> the nuzzle verse. We'll figure that out later. <clears throat> All right, so a haunted mountaintop. Conflict. we got to roll for each one, then roll for sub one. So the conflicts are internal and external. Okay. So one of two. One. Internal. So the list is self-doubt, attracted to bodybuilders but incredibly lazy, Hates carrots, not gay enough. That's my that's youngest the, um, right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, secret piss fetish. That's probably you. Yeah. Uh, fear of pine trees. Very focused on self-image. Incredibly talented jazz musician, but hates jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Desperately wants to date women, but gay. That's, that's Theo. also Theo. Yeah. Obsession with vintage Hot Topic clothing. Sexually attracted to meat-like slices and stuff. Where'd that come from? Is that Theo or Audrey? I don't know. That's a really good question. That's not you or me. <laughs> Sexually attracted to meat-like slices and stuff. <laughs> That's not that one of us. That kind of sounds like you. No, I don't think I so. I think it was you. Yeah, you're dumb and stuff. <laughs> Delusion of grandeur. Don't say and stuff. <laughs> Just say Just dumb. Say dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to show uh, Jackie some of the things that people say here in Minnesota. Uh, anytime the weather's nice, because the weather is either too hot or too rainy or too dry or whatever. Like, nothing's ever just good weather. Uh, in New Jersey, the weather's pretty good. Like, it's pretty nice. You have spring pretty early on. It's good weather. It's... We have weather, and we complain about the weather. Do you think it's the same as here? Am I making a bigger deal out of nothing? The way we complain? No, is your weather kind of roughly the same as what we have? You haven't had a winter yet, but like, have you? Is it kind of roughly the same where it's like we complain about weather all the time? Yeah. Is it the same as yours? Or is Summer yours worse? and winter are too long. Yeah. Absolutely. We don't have a spring, we don't have a fall. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, your weather seemed fine when I was out there. But uh, <clears throat> so the one thing is here in Minnesota, People for real will say, hey, we really lucked out on the weather, huh? Because <laughs> if it's an actual nice day, people genuinely appreciate it. Like everyone in the state walks outside and genuinely appreciates it. And so my brother-in-law actually has a T-shirt that my sister bought for him that just says, hey, we really lucked out on the weather, huh? <laughs> Which is adorable. <laughs> it's completely adorable. On Friday, uh, my coworkers and I went to the state fair. Mm -hmm. And uh, my in our morning huddle, my um, ED without irony, said, you couldn't have gotten a better day for it. See? 
And same thing. <laughs> it's the most Minnesotan thing in the people world, just, and it was so cute. People in Minnesota just care too much about the weather when you really don't have to, but they do. Um, yeah. And I, I catch myself doing the same thing. Like, oh wow, it's real, real nice out. Oh, huh? it's nice out. Yeah, <laughs> especially. <laughs> it is so funny because Audrey called us out on it too. We have non-conversations. We have conversations that don't need to be had, where we go in circles, like about laundry. About laundry, she gets so mad. Yeah. She's like, stop talking about it. Which one did we have today that we caught ourselves right before she rolled her eyes? I don't remember. I don't remember what you it called was. It out, yeah. yeah, you it's so it funny because she's like, do you really need to have this conversation yeah, right now? You're exactly. not even saying anything. <laughs> we're, just like, we're just saying words like sheep just bleeding at yeah. that point. Like, nah, nah, nah. Oh, I try to teach uh, <clears throat> Gertie how to do a sheep oh. lead. I can do it. I go. Oh. That's not bad. You did not pretty good when you're on when you're on the air. You pulled it together because yeah. we take walks or something. We go outside to like try to like burn off some calories, and then all of a sudden you'll go like, "Am I still good?" And you'll go, "Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> like, that is, sounds so horrible. That sounds exactly like me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't walk and do anything at the same time. Is that what it is? It truly is. Yeah, I don't have the the brain bandwidth. Well, back to the point about sexually attracted to meat like slices. Oh, and sure, stuff. sure, sure. The point of that is, uh, one of the things I was telling Jackie is like, uh, people in Minnesota say things like, and stuff, or, and stuff like that. So you'll take any sentence, like, yeah, I just lost my job yesterday, and stuff like that. <laughs> so like, you don't have to say, and stuff like that. And we were watching a movie, was it The Nice Guys? Where <laughs> yeah, his daughter kept with saying, Ryan stuff Gosling. Like, like, you can't say that. He's you, like, honey, just don't, you don't have to say, and stuff. You can just say, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's kind of like a Midwestern yeah. Minnesota thing. That's really cute. Okay, so we got conflict internal, uh, and now we're going to do side characters. Wait, no, we didn't even roll for it. Uh, so after sexually oh, attracted no, to right. me and I'm stuff. I'm sorry. I Well, we've been drinking, so yes. this is part of our problem. Delusion of grandeur, body dysmorphia, fear of slaps. I think that was mine. Uh, little baby piss pants scaredy cat. That was you. Uh, not really specific porn reference. I don't know who came up with no, that one. Really specific. Porn oh, preference. really specific porn reference. Uh, not sure if a family member is guilty of a crime. Not physically desirable. <laughs> Trust everyone all of the time. And an angrily private person. <laughs> so that is for internal. Ten. Obsession with vintage Hot Topic clothing. Oh, Christ. <laughs> and also really wants to be a criminal. This is going to be perfect. This is going to be ridiculous. I love this. All right. So that's internal. Side characters. How many do we want? Do we uh, want two? We should roll the four-sided dice and see how many side characters. That's a good idea. I think we did that last time in the in the previous book. Which by the way, 78 people downloaded it. Thank you so much for reading that. Anyone <laughs> I who's saw around that, here. <laughs> I spit my gum out. I'm like, 78 people actually di-, and like three people put it in their personal libraries yeah. on Smashwords. <laughs> like, who are these people? Why would you read this? <laughs> Thank you for reading it. <laughs> we got 3 Okay, so we got to roll uh, the 20-sided dice for uh, embody a trait. We got comic relief, whistle when they talk, high maintenance, bouncing off the walls, or in hyper, emo, small orange boy, <laughs> angry. That was Audrey. <laughs> oh, is that Audrey? That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, because of the cat. Yeah. yeah. Sporty Spice, intensely shy, passive-aggressive overachiever, crybaby, the alpha, tough and sexy woman who can fix cars, wise old man, motivational speaker, the heckler, the hacker, lawless child, hedonist, and a daddy's child. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We had to do this how many times? Three times? Three times. Okay. Uh, three. Um, one, two, three. High maintenance. So we got to decide if it's a ghost or not. But yeah, high maintenance. 19. Uh, Hedonist. Hedonist. Eight. Uh, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Sporty Spice. Why Sporty Spice? I feel like Sporty Spice would be a really... What if we do like an Oceans type deal? Ocean's Eleven or something? What yeah, do you mean? like that someone's putting together a heist. He wants to be a criminal because he's putting... Okay, so are you going to start taking notes? Okay. This, this is kind of where you excel. All right, let's... Okay, wait, wait, wait. So I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's do a quick review 
of what we've decided here. So we're going to come up with a, a title of this book probably uh, much later, maybe even after the whole thing's been written. Mm-hmm. So our protagonist uh, has the driving factor of wanting to live a life of crime, but they smell like wet eggs. And that's going <laughs> to hold them back somehow. Uh, the antagonist is a bar. Mm-hmm. So maybe uh, they want to pull off a heist on the bar. Oh, and that could be the antagonist. Maybe the, the bar the won't bar f- let them be. Basically, we have the uh, the kind of like hilarious accidents that come from the bar. So that there we go. We actually found a way to make an antagonist Perfect. not a person. Perfect. Look at you. Uh, and it's on a haunted mountaintop, so one of the team members can absolutely be a ghost. Maybe it's Mateo. Maybe Mateo has a past life of crime. There we go. Um, the conflict is uh, an internal obsession with vintage Hot Topic clothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How are we going to shoehorn this shit in? So maybe he feels like uh, he's pushed to fulfill this dream of being a criminal uh, because he wants to dress alternatively. And he learns that he doesn't have to let his personal choice of clothing define who he is. And I use he just as a placeholder. Yeah, apparently, true. Apparently, because I'm I a know, bad really feminist. Protagonist, yeah. Well, let's definitely make it a woman this time. <clears throat> Last time was a guy. So it's a woman that wants to live a life of crime, but that could be the heist thing. Smells like wet eggs. Yeah. So they're an outcast. Maybe she finds out she's been a demon this whole time. So she wants, because uh, demons smell like sulfur. That's true, they do. Which they smells smell like, like eggs. eggs. all the time. All the time, dude. All the time, dude. Their pockets are filled with eggs, dude. They're obsessed with vintage hot topping clothing. That's going to be a tough one for us to shoehorn in, because <clears throat> if anything, it's going to have to be a situation where it's like, they're in the middle of successfully doing the heist, but all of a sudden they see a pair of like red and black plaid, like, like short skirt thing <laughs> off to the side and they're like, oh shit, Brittany used to wear that shit. <laughs> I currently have two <clears throat> vintage, and by vintage I mean 2005, which... It's vintage. That's it's vintage. vintage at this point. Unfortunately, you're old. I have... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to say, as a person that's older than you, you are also I old. Have... <laughs> you're pretty old. <laughs> I have two vintage Hot Topic jackets in my possession that I refuse to get rid of. They are so vintage that I think you showed it to Theo. No, I wanted to. I brought them oh. from New Jersey yeah. to give them to Theo, I and then I never Theo. unpacked them. I think you... Sh- Oh, I think you either told Theo or showed Theo, but maybe just told them because you must have not unpacked it. But you said like, yeah, it's like a red and black plaid, like jackety thing. It's got a lot of belt buckles on it. Got a lot, a lot of, of D-rings, dude. Yeah. And then yeah. Theo just goes, no, thanks. Yeah. Because it's too old. It's too old <laughs> and it's not cool enough yet. No. Theo's still busy dressing like uh Somebody from the 90s. Yeah, it's a lot of like sweatshirts tucked into pants that have a lot of pleats. Huge sweatshirt (laughs) and short short, short shorts, short shorts, or Mm -hmm. uh, like a high waisted khaki pant. That's what I was thinking. With a lot of pleats tucked in. Yeah, a lot of pleats on that khaki pant. Like back in the 1980s style, like this is what a man would wear to work, kind of like my corporate job at Wall Street with a lot of pleats. They dress like uh, an IT professional. Yeah. There you go. Yep, exactly. From maybe the late 90s. Uh, Not the early 2000s, because that was the short-sleeved, like, checkered gingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't act like you don't like it anymore. I do not like... I never liked it. I... (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) I'm getting too bold at my new job. Oh, really? What's going on? So (laughs) I've never heard anyone say, my new job? Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting too bold. I know. Never heard that said before. (laughs) The problem is I'm absolutely feral. So I... (laughs) (laughs) With something like work, I keep it tamped down because they don't need to know my... You know, they don't need to know what I'm like. I get my work done and I come home, right? Yeah, to your piss fetish um, when you come home. To my piss fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Which you will not write about either. <laughs> so um, I was uh, I was working with my boss and we were putting papers together for unspecified reasons. And um, our boss comes in and 
Uh, it was Friday, so he was like, you know, kind of dressed down. Oh, look at him. And I looked at him, you know, I was like, oh, that's a shirt. And he was like, yeah, you know, it's Friday. <laughs> and I was like, if I was your wife, I would throw that shirt out. Wow. I know. To your boss. It just came right out of my mouth. You look I didn't like even human think. shit. You should I burn know. that shirt. And he just. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking awesome. It that's was hilarious. It was absolutely brutal. And I am so, so lucky that he has a sense of humor oh, because he just looked at me and he was like, really? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it, it was a truly ugly shirt. Though. Well, thank God for joint incomes because you can, you can kind of live this sort of like, I'm the god of the video game I play. Like, this is not real. Like, <laughs> no. I can say and do whatever I want. And then you get fired and you go find another job and I can support you for a while. <laughs> no, they're not going to fire me because I'm not an, like, I'm, I'm an asshole. To, okay, so to borrow from, uh, what's that podcast? Uh, hmm. Small, small town murder. I'm an asshole, but I'm not a scumbag. (laughs) Like, I'm not a bad person. I'm just rough. (laughs) It's just that East Coast rough. Sure. And I'm just very lucky that it went over well. I'm sorry. Whatever we were talking about just reminded me of that. And I never told you about it. That's hilarious. I love that you just shut that guy down. (laughs) No, it was so. And he's so nice. Yeah. It wasn't necessary at all. Is it one of those things where you kind of smiled and nodded? You're like, well, I'll take that into consideration. And then he went into no. a different room and cried for a while. I don't think so. I don't think he thought about it again. I think he was just like, oh, really? <laughs> Who's this Maybe piece of shit Maybe because his we wife hired? bought it for him. It looked oh. like a shirt you'd buy from Marshalls like yeah. seven years ago. You know those? <laughs> like the inside of the collar and the cuffs you're supposed to turn up because the inside of the cuffs have a different color and pattern from the rest of the shirt. Oh, that's tacky. Do you remember when that was yeah, a thing? Yeah, that's tacky. And then yeah. all it was like little lightning bolts, but a little bit more abstract. Oh, really small gross. pattern all over it. And it yeah. was just really, truly ugly. He had little lightning bolts on his... They weren't lightning bolts. They were little just squiggles like That's scribbles disturbing. it was it's a bad shirt anyway well, you I'm made the right choice def- no you gotta, he didn't. you gotta cut a guy down like that <laughs> no you absolutely have to what the hell is that with those squiggles i don't know where that the hell's came wrong from. with you i was i just i looked at his shirt and it fell out of my mouth <laughs> i it's like i blacked out for a moment and my body was no longer under my and control and then you woke up like what did i say yeah, the demon came out and said that's a fucking terrible shirt <laughs> go change right now <laughs> go drive home and change oh for christ's sake all right okay so i made a section called gertie's notes cute you wrote down dirty buildup, but when it's time for sex, no one's goddamn business. <laughs> uh, maybe a heist on a bar? Because well, the bar yeah, the is antagonist, a antagonist is the bar. So, yeah, you're trying to conquer the bar, and the um, bar won't let you. So, there you go. I want to say maybe the bar won't let the protagonist uh, use the bar as their criminal's lair. <laughs> So that's so wow, that's tough to write. No, it's not. We so, want to use this as our layer, but somehow the bar's like, no, yeah, so it the, kicks them out. Well, the, the owners of the bar, the people who work here, mm-hmm. work there, are like, absolutely not. Like, find somewhere else to be a ne'er do well. You know what? Oh, I'm using this as inspiration. Sure. Uh, so, we watched an episode of Columbo. Yeah. Where, um, there was that one ne'er-do-well, chronic ne'er-do-well, who uh, was hanging out at that one bar that absolutely looked like a bunch of plywood just propped up. I don't remember this. And um, the the guy was there at the bar, and his uh, girlfriend came in and said, like, I ha- you've been in the joint for 10 years, and I stood by you, and you're going to take oh, me to a show. Yeah, that was the guy, yeah. because Columbo needed to ask him for help. Like, hey, yeah. you're part of the underground. Can you help me set this thing up? Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's a good that's a good vibe. I'm on that. Use it. So, are we going to make the protagonist a, a a woman this time? I think we should. Let's do it. Absolutely. Yeah, Cuz last time so, was a guy. There's no reason to keep making it guys every goddamn time cuz then we're not challenging ourselves. So, let's get into our name generator. 
Oh, um, okay. What are we going to name our protagonist then? Here we go. Chloe Hannah Davis. <clears throat> or Hannah Chloe Williams. Or Bethany Rebecca Smith. Bethany. And in quotes, Smithy. Bethany Smith. But they call her Smithy. That's pretty good, because if she's going to be a bar person that wants to pull off a heist, Smithy's a pretty That's a pretty great name. nickname. All right, so we got a bunch. Of, okay, so should we just go with that? Yes. All right, perfect. So um, what is the name of our bar? And it's a Haunted Mountaintop Bar. Um, let's do Bar Name Generator. I love doing new searches <laughs> to see what websites actually specialize in certain things. Ultimate Bar Name Generator. That's <laughs> a website. It the ultimate bar name generator, generate name. Uh, the striped gimlet outpost. You don't have to take these. I'll just go through them. I keep mm-hmm. clicking the button. The feisty goblet parlor. <laughs> the twirling lady hangout. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> the twirling lady hangout. There we Maybe go. Maybe she wants to be a twirling lady. And they won't let her. I don't know what a twirling lady is, so we have to do a little bit of research. Because that might be an actual thing that we can make part of her personality, where she's like, God, I wish I was a twirling lady. Maybe it's like <laughs> a weird, like, Russian thing. I don't know. We'll find out. Okay. Um, so then what's next? So we bar. need names for three side characters who are going to be our um, teammates, I want to say. Okay. So do we want to... Work Mateo Gibbs into this still, or do we want to just let that one go? I think it would be really funny to have some crossover. Okay, so the side characters, High Maintenance, Hedonist, and Sporty Spice, we have to get rid of one and put Mateo Gibbs in. I feel like Mateo is High Maintenance. Okay, so we'll say Mateo. Because he's kind of, like, stuffy. Supposed yeah. to be kind of condescending. Okay. Then Hedonist. All right, so we got Mateo Gibbs. Yep. All right, so the Hedonist, I'm going to start listing off names. We're going to do male. You know what would be really funny? Hmm. Is if Mateo Gibbs is the only constant in every single one of our stories. It turns out it's just a series about Mateo Gibbs. (laughs) That's all it is. (laughs) We have to figure out. So then that means that in this story, you might want to make a note of this. In this story, we got to make some mention of why he's jumped homes. Like, why he left the previous guy's home for this one. Also, we never picked the year. The forested tip was on a haunted mountaintop, wasn't it? It was. You know, for setting... We just chose a date. We're supposed to roll for each one. Did we and not roll we for a date? we did a place. We got to roll for a date. Oh. I forgot about that. Ooh. Damn it. This Let's sucks. Well, up. this is what happens when you drink Let's too much up. before you do a podcast. <laughs> uh, so for setting... For, for some reason, under time, we have a roll 1d20 twice. Roll must be a double digit. That's one of the options that we can roll for in time. That was the one that we used. Um, that's how we ended up with whatever year we did for our first story. Yeah, but it's actually an option that we roll for. When we yeah. roll for it, if we roll for number nine or whatever, we're going to get the option is roll 1d20 twice. Not actually a year or a date or a no, month. We could have <laughs> totally randomized. So everyone's going to be like, well, ever since they rolled for our year, uh, <laughs> 1d20 twice, the roll must be a double digit. Uh, things have been pretty weird this year. We're hoping next year things will be better. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> to keep that one. Okay, so roll a, a 20-sided dice. Okay. 17. 17. Just Christmas. <laughs> it's a Christmas story. It's a Christmas story. A Christmas romance paranormal story. <laughs> there we go. So for setting antagonist a bar, it's going to happen over Christmas. So it's a Christmas heist. And the place is a haunted mountaintop. Is that for the protagonist is where they live is a haunt, or haunted mountaintop? Uh, I feel like the bar is mm. on a haunted mountaintop. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like maybe Mateo, Mateo is an inside uh, mole. I feel oh. like maybe Mateo works at the haunted mountaintop bar. Continue. So, <laughs> so why would he leave the bad guy from the seventeen hundreds? We don't have a year, so we don't know what year this is. He could literally. We could make up a reason why he left the 
the bad guy. That guy could be dead by now if it's like 1800s. Well, if it's Hot Topic, we have to make it. Yeah, that's true. Relatively recent. Yeah, it's got to be like 2020 or more to make the Hot Topic from the 2000s be ancient. Oh, to make it vintage. That's true. All right. We'll say Christmas. Should we do the pandemic 2020? Uh, how would we work the pandemic into it? We could do 2021. Let's do like, 2021. Okay, Let's a make it a, just yeah. a current year type situation. Um, okay. So on the haunted mountaintop. So it would be funny if the ghost wife, uh, Hattie, she was in his will, or at least on the mortgage, so that when <laughs> uh, when uh, John or whatever, when he died, uh, she basically took over the place, and then she's like, well, I'm a ghost. I'm not going to have ghost buddies living here, so get the fuck out kind of thing. And so then he was, like, oh. out on the streets. And so we'll just kind of vaguely talk about how he's lived a long life of jumping from place to place before finally landing in this mountain, this haunted mountaintop bar. That should probably be our thing. Because that means that if we roll for the next book, it could be an in-between book between the storyline from Mateo Gibbs. That makes sense. <laughs> Where it's like in the 1970s, and he's like, things were real cool. Women were real loose. Mateo Gibbs <laughs> finally got out to a <laughs> <laughs> Mateo Gibbs finally lost his virginity. <laughs> yeah. As a ghost, he couldn't do much, but he'd watch a masturbate. Oh, he loved it. <laughs> All right, so the conflict internal obsession with vintage Hot Topic clothing. How are we going to work that into the story where it's meaningful? We can make it an offhanded comment here and there, but, like, how do we make a mental note where it can be a a thing that... Because it's his internal conflict or her internal conflict. I feel like... How do we make that a thing? We should probably play on her uh, feelings of being ostracized and wanting the way she dresses to reflect that feeling of kind of being on the outside. Okay, so she smells like eggs. Yeah. No one's, from birth. Yeah. So no one's ever liked her. So all through school, she went through a rebellious phase because it's like, well, no one likes these. I smell like eggs, so fuck you guys. So she hung out with like an art crowd, that kind of thing, in like high school and that sort of thing. Uh, and for some reason, these clothes helped her really find her identity, even though she smelled like eggs. Is that sounds like me in middle school? Yeah. <laughs> Do you smell like eggs back then? Maybe. <laughs> the way you fart. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Last night she came back from the uh, oh, the state that's fair. That's not even fair. And I'm laying in bed, and oh my god, the farts. I woke up in the morning and I'm like, I don't know if I'm the one farting and made the room smell this bad, but this room smells really bad. <laughs> it smells really bad. No, it was definitely me. I woke up still farting really bad farts, which usually after a couple hours it stops, but no. Yeah, all night long, just kept going, yeah, I'm sure. They were So I woke not up this friendly. morning and was like, oh, it just smells sulfurous it in here. It smells like farts in here. <laughs> the whole bedroom, I had to open the door and like open and close it and just get the air to go through. <laughs> Try to get the farts into the hallway so the rest of the family has to deal with so it, Theo not just So Theo and the us. dog wake up, yeah. just like, what the hell is that smell? Is what something is burning? <laughs> Is the house burning down? <laughs> what happened? Okay, so is that going to be kind of the thing? The the egg smell made her lash out. Not lash out, but just like have a rebellious phase. And Hot Topic was the sweet spot. So now she, and now in 2021, she looks back at that time of like, the clothes was my, but, well, then that makes us have to say, what is her life like now? where she feels like she's compromising herself, where Hot Topic way back when in the 2000s was her golden period. Like, uh, what, what, how is she now where she's like, man, I wish you'd go back to Hot Topic back in the 2000s? Well, I think it's just that she's made that her entire personality. To this day? Yeah. Oh, so is she always hunting down clothes to wear now that existed back in the 2000s? Yeah. Oh, so like, she's not collecting her... it. She's going to wear it. But the conflict's... Uh, so it still has to be a conflict. Uh, maybe she refuses to stop wearing bondage pants, even though <laughs> it makes it more difficult to be a criminal if you can't move freely and quietly. 
I think this falls in your camp to write all that stuff. Okay, we'll do that. that. You seem to know a lot about that. Okay, so we're going to let that. Okay, so she's still wearing the clothes from the 2000s, and she's actively going to flea markets and looking for Hot Topic clothes from the 2000s that she can wear today. Okay. Perfect. Side Um, characters. We we need a name for a hedonist. Yeah, so for hedonist, I'm thinking we should try to imagine what kind of person is going to be the hedonist. And then we'll come up with a name for it. But so we have an idea. So Sporty Spice is self-explanatory. Like that Sporty Spice from the Spice Girls. Yes. She's into material things, kind of probably very bland, whatever. What? That's not... No. Sporty Spice... Wasn't He's a complicated person. the best person. vocalist of the Spice Girls. Okay, well, we're going to actually make it... Oh, I thought Sporty Spice in spirit. Like, an actual, like, singer? Like, is it literally the Sporty Spice as a ghost? <laughs> that, she's still alive. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's really weird. She's not a ghost. <laughs> she is actively alive in 2021. Should we make Sporty Spice dead in this story? No! <laughs> <laughs> we can do anything we want. We can make her dead in this story no, if we want to. I would never uh, even manifest that. I was so, thinking sit, Sporty singing. Spice is she's she's cool and she's athletic. When I remember from what I remember the Spice Girls, uh it was very um like they were pretty surface level as far as their little like on like their little performance personalities went. So it's just kinda like, I love sports and I'm gonna dance, I'm gonna kick real hard and sing real loud. You and never so, saw Spice Worlds and it no, shows. I never spos- yeah, it doesn't show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never watched Spice World. Oh, you watched Spice World? Multiple times. I was just gonna say how many times. <laughs> it's a fantastic movie. Is it really good? Yes. It's genuinely hilarious. <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake. Really? Is it honestly? It's honestly really funny. Maybe we should watch before we do our first chapter. We can do that. So I got a yeah. good idea of Sporty Spice. How are we d- for me? And outsiders that don't know Sporty Spice as well as you do, how are we defining <laughs> the Sporty Spice character? Is it a ghost? Are they all ghosts again? Or are they uh, people? We have Mateo Gibbs, so I feel like that covers it. Yeah. Because it the it's a haunted mountaintop, so we have to accept the fact that there are ghosts. Sure. Um, but I feel like Sporty, Sporty Spice is like uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones in Entrapment. Mm. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where she slides under the lasers? She dips beneath the lasers. Mm. <laughs> That's Whoa. right. There's that song. She dips beneath the lasers. That's I just right. said uh, workaholics. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> um, okay, so you can write up the general, but Sporty Spice is... Just, we have to find her name. Is it literally just going to be a, a copycat of the actual Sporty Spice person from Spice World? Or is it going to be some sort of offshoot <laughs> wannabe type? Or what do you want? Uh, what do you want to do? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Whatever. You came down panting. You got done peeing and you were breathing heavy. Because <laughs> you pissed out a little man. Like, I'm free from your mother's curse. And ran away. <laughs> you just dry heaved. And to take the pressure off yourself, you throw me under the bus. Totally. I directed all You're towards terrible. you. You're terrible. Well. Uh, Sporty Spice is just, like. A wannabe person? Fucking, no, cool. Just fucking cool. Okay, so this is the person that isn't trying to identify with Sporty Spice. No, just cool. Okay, so it's not going to be, like, they have wants and desires. Yes. That are real. Yeah. Okay. It's not just like, I like to have a good time. I, I like think to maybe punch she's competitive and she likes the challenge. So she doesn't necessarily need the prize of the heist. She just likes the challenge of doing it. <clears throat> so for Sporty Spice, Miss Maddie Blois, B-L-O-I-S, or Miss Eldritch Orange, Miss Arlet Sachs, Miss Lorena Stewart, Miss Angie the missus because I added that. I'm sorry. But I think Miss is pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> Angie Amvagen. Miss Lucretia York, which isn't bad. Lucretia York is a pretty badass name and That's it sounds pretty, pretty chavvy. Okay, so let's Lucretia do Lucretia York. York. Yeah. Before we get into this person's personality, I'm looking at Anton Todd in parentheses, Ton, T-O-N, Y, tagged as a serial killer. Adolf Coraline, why? Tagged as a serial killer. <laughs> Apparently, users tag all these names in a certain way. Nathan Christensen, why? Tagged as a serial killer. <laughs> Andre Dragget, uh, Drew is the nickname. 
Uh, Tag is a serial killer. Todd Brady, William Randall, Charles Ridgway, which sounds pretty good. A hedonist called Charles Ridgway is pretty good. Let's go with Charles Ridgway. Okay. Also, tagged as a serial killer. (laughs) But, uh, so the hedonist. A little bit of backstory with the hedonist. We already know Mattel Gibbs. We got Sporty Spice, which you've got that whole thing going on. Uh, For the hedonist... Just roughly, is it just a guy that was like a loser all of his life and suddenly decided to get hot later and then became a hedonist? D- decided to get hot. Yeah, I don't no, know. No, I feel like he's uh, maybe just kind of greedy for luxury. All right, Charles Ridgway, Lucretia York. <laughs> Lucretia York. And Sweet Mateo Gibbs. We got it. So we'll need a name for maybe the owner of uh, the bar. Okay. Let's get that real quick. Because that owner is going to snub our main character, Beth um, Smithy. Let's make him a rabbi. Because they say, what's your character's title? And one of them is Reverend, Rabbi, Imam, Lord, Lady, Dame, King, Queen, Prince, Countess. Let's do Rabbi. He's a rabbi that owns a bar in a haunted mountaintop. Um, what is his character? Is he a great leader, poetic, virtuous, or evil? This person that we're going to name, the owner of the bar. How about we make him virtuous because uh, he doesn't want ne'er-do-wells setting up camp in his bar? Okay. We're going to suggest that his birth year was 1999, so he's pretty young. <laughs> Should he's I suggest a new really year? He's really young. Yeah, he's really young. You okay. can't be a rabbi that young. No, nah, okay. Suggest another year. 2000, nope. 2015, nope. 2011, nope. That's way worse. Nope. 2010, 16, 1907. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Fine. An He's just weirdly crusty living. rabbi. Yeah, there you go. Okay, perfect. Uh, generate the character names. We got Rabbi James Canmore, in no. parentheses, Jim. Uh, rabbi Robert Tudor, which is Bob. Rabbi Thomas York. Uh, rabbi Henry Denmark, or Hank. Kind of a bar guy name, Hank. Uh, Rabbi John Dunk Dunkeld. Where are we? Are we in Georgia? We're in. That's a good point. Like are we, we still in Cutwater, Gutwater, Georgia? <laughs> Should this all take place in different parts of Georgia? <laughs> Which could explain why uh, the hedonist came from Kentucky and like went down to Georgia. Because <laughs> the devil went down to Georgia. Oh, yeah, um, did. I don't know. That's a good the point. The devil is Bethany Smith. She just doesn't know it yet. That's a good point. Uh, I kind of like the Rabbi William Orange. Here comes a child. Another child coming. Rabbi William Orange. Oh, there's also Rabbi George Plantangent. Hi, we're doing a podcast. Do you want to say hi? Because you do that all the time. I was going to show you this horrible list that my math teacher made. Excuse me. Thank you. What's the horrible list your math teacher made? Just take a quick look. Starts out with a quick comic Oh, show. No. Look at that. Isn't that ridiculous? Why? That's embarrassing. <laughs> That's really big. Unironically? Like, wow. Unironically. Like, wow. And then this is the list of all the shit I have to do. Oh, no. Is this one of your real classes? This is high school? This is college algebra. Oh, this is college algebra. Like, really, I wrote it out in a list, and that's all it is. Oh, really? But she used, it's these three things, but she used all those words to say that. <laughs> that's hilarious. And she doesn't give me the dates of things. She says, like, week two, Wednesday, yeah. at midnight. And I'm like, okay, well, f- I guess I'm going to pull up a fucking calendar. I don't <laughs> right? know. That's so she doesn't have to rewrite the syllabus every year. Yeah. <laughs> what a jerk. Oh, there goes the English cat. Uh, cat. We're, so we're, we're plotting out our story. We're down to a rabbi that runs a bar and a haunted hilltop. So I'm going to list off names. And you have to tell me the names that you approve of. Okay. Okay? Rabbi James Canmore, Rabbi Robert Tudor, Rabbi Thomas York, Rabbi Like Henry- the Radiohead guy? <laughs> Thomas <laughs> Tom York. York! Tom York! It's just Tom... It doesn't have to be a rabbi. It's just Tom York. Except that Tom Tom York always was <laughs> secretly a rabbi, but he never told anyone when he was oh. a... Oh! Beautiful. Thank you, my friend. I didn't Thank do you, it. child. I just... But I love when, I love when the man sits on your shoulders like some sort of uh, beautiful falcon. 
looking Isn't at my math sporty, list Sporty Spice's MFD. last name is York. That could be a tie-in. That Maybe could be that's a tie the in. daughter of Thomas York that's just like, I hate my dad and I want to bring that place down. There's a whole angle there. Or she's his sister and she's got that competitive streak in her, so she wants there to There you go. Beat she wants to something. take down her brother that's always been like mildly more successful. That cat is really <clears throat> perched. Yeah, I wish people could see this. The way the cat perches on you like a like a Ow, falcon. Fuck! <laughs> that's pretty bad. Well, there we go. So Thomas York, that's a better rabbi name. Because he's always, when he's not in his band, he's at this bar. And he's been secretly a rabbi this entire time. And just no one's known. <laughs> no one's ever known. Perfect. Oh, since you're here, uh, when we were in Target and Gertie was talking to their mom, and you said, I forgot that they uh, came from the East Coast because of what they said. What was the word that they said? Dog food. <laughs> Gotta get the dog food. <laughs> I love you're talking to your mom and you're like, oh, we got to get dog food. <laughs> and your mom's like, oh, dog food, that's expensive. And then right after, right after I went, dog food. <laughs> well, actually, Audrey started laughing. I'm like, what's so funny? She's like, I keep forgetting that uh, Gertie is from the East Coast and that the, they have the East Coast accent. I'm like, what do they say? I'm like, dog food. I know. It gets worse when I talk to my mom because her accent is so thick. Yeah. So when I'm here surrounded by Midwesterners, I don't think about it. But oh, whenever talk I talk to my mom, stuff, I fall yeah. right back into it. That's yeah, adorable. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we're done. Is there anything else? Not until we start writing it. We'll have to figure out some extra details. But That's I think true. This well, the next episode is us brainstorming the first chapter. So we're going to have to lay out each chapter and kind of what's happening in the chapters. Then we start with chapter one and start writing it. So. I hope your mic is picking up what's coming off of Audrey's headphones. <laughs> it probably is, because it's pretty damn loud. And it is really to, loud. You're trying to get the purrs, and it will pick up the purrs, but I think your your, your headphones got in the way. The masses need to hear MF Doom. Is that what's listening? Oh, yeah, okay, it's the end fine. of one of our songs, so it's no. just like a clip straight from the cartoon. He just swiped his entire asshole off know, the back right? of your head. <laughs> okay, well, I think we're done. I think we got everything we need for this episode, so thanks for listening. In the next episode, we're going to plot out chapter one. So, thanks for listening. Gertie, say something. Okay, bye. (laughs) Uh, Audrey, say something. Bye. Want to contact us? Don't. This isn't about you. But if you have to, my email is glenn.nuzzles, N-U-Z-Z-L-E-S, at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter, uh, at House Nuzzle. Uh, But don't bother us, because we're too busy working.